Nina? No. Nina? You ha- just try it. Just try it. Just try it on for size. See what it feels in your mouth. It can always be cut out. What am I just saying? Fat Girl Hacks. This is? <laughs> this is Fat Girl Hacks. I'm? I'm Nina Vento. I'm Megan Peters. Jamie Frost. <laughs> That's like the cutest opening ever. <laughs> I just got done from a work dinner and I was like, do I want pasta or do I want French fries? You wanted French fries. I wanted them both. (laughs) (laughs) But I, and I said to someone at my table, I'm like, I have this fat girl shame. You cannot eat two carbohydrates together like that. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I get French fries and dip them in mashed potatoes. (laughs) But it's going on in my head. Like... Yes, that's what I want to do, but I'm yeah. like, I'm at a work dinner. Everybody's going to see the fat girl eating two carbohydrates. Right. People probably aren't even going to fucking think about it, but I have yeah. that diet culture thing in my head. And like I said, I've been like fucking struggling with it this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's Yeah, no, I do know. I don't think we've talked about it yet. I think we've only talked about it in person um, with Jillian Michaels saying shit about Lizzo. And how she's gonna get diabetes, and how we can celebrate her music without celebrating her we body. Did say that on the podcast? No, I think we did. We did. Yeah, but I think we've we've also it's been nonstop because then like we've been talking about it so yeah. much with each other. I then Lizzo came now. back. Um. Yeah, because I texted you guys, but I don't yeah. think it was. So Lizzo came back with kind of like a, a you know, I hope you like the taste of my. I think it was something along that lines. Um, like, in other words, fuck you, Jillian Michaels. And then Jillian Michaels kind of like... Backpedaled. Yeah, backpedaled a little and was like, uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't calling her out. I was just saying, like, yes, you were. You specifically yeah. mentioned By name. a person unsolicited. Right. right. <laughs> um, and then her co-worker, Bob, I don't know what to call him, her co-host. Her, co-host or her, co- her former co-host. Her former co-host of Big Loser, Bob, was like, coaches, right? was just like, I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> he was very careful about what he It was said. just like, you never, he's like, I would never give uh, advice or comments like that to somebody unsolicited. If somebody asked me, hey, how do I do this? I'll tell them all day long. But if they don't ask me that, None of my business. Like, he totally was just like, don't know her. Nope. Right. Jillian who? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there was that thing in her statement that she's like, I mean, we should be celebrating her for her music, blah, blah, blah. But you are calling her out for her fucking body. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Even if you don't yeah. want to celebrate her body, even if you don't want to be body positive, even if you just want to love Lizzo's music, fine, do that. But nobody fucking asked you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you are... You're doing something worse than celebrating her body, which is just bullying for no reason. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, it's that thing. So we will be going over this article that I read. I guess we can now because it brings up some things. But there was an article I found. It was in Highline, which is part of Huffington Post. And it was written by um, Carissa Enking. And it's about... Um, everything you know about obesity is wrong and it's basically that doctors in the medical field know that dieting doesn't work 
And there was like something with the study and I'm trying to get to it, but it was basically like unhealthy thin people are two times more likely to get diabetes than healthy fat people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they don't say any of this, but she also brings up the thing. And this goes, this goes like hand in guy, Bob, he's been thin for whatever. And he recently had a heart attack. Right. People have, not, like, and, and I'm saying, I don't know what it was. It could have been anything. And it could be genetic. Exactly. And I'm not making judgment on that, but he was right to say that because, you know, he obviously, anybody could have a condition, yeah. a heart condition or something happened, no matter how healthy you are and how much you, yeah. you know. People have a real problem with the term healthy fat. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't believe it's a real thing. I've had many of fights on Reddit about it. <laughs> oh, God. About how, like, you can be healthy and you can be overweight and you can be unhealthy and you can be skinny and people will accept all day long that you can be healthy or you can be unhealthy and you can be skinny. Mm-hmm. But they cannot accept that in any case, any case, that a fat person is healthy in any way. Because, like, even my argument's always like, well, what if you don't have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high this, high that, you know, you don't have diabetes, you don't Mm -hmm. have any of these diseases that you're saying we're so prone to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we are prone to, like, Mm -hmm. it does add to it. It doesn't definitely- It doesn't guarantee it. It doesn't guarantee that. So if I don't have all those things, just me being fat means that I'm unhealthy. To a lot of people. And that was one of the things. It's like the words fat or weight and health are not perfect synonyms. Like you can't just assume that that fat person is unhealthy. Yes, maybe being overweight can help that, but it doesn't make it any more so than a thin person who is not living a healthy lifestyle. I mean, the bottom line is healthy lifestyle, I think. And a lot of it, I mean, it's not even just that. It's genetics. Some Correct. people are just genetically, first of all, people. some people are just genetically born to be larger. Mm-hmm. Some people are just, it's in their family. Unless you, you know, cut up their insides and make it so they can't physically gain weight. Like, there's, a, there's people that just cannot not gain weight. And then there's people that are just genetically prone to things like diabetes i know people that are maybe just a little overweight Mm -hmm. just a smidge 20 pounds diabetes same Mm -hmm. thing i know the same thing i know super skinny guys diabetes Mm -hmm. um yeah like like also on that note it's like so so what if i have diabetes (laughs) well then you know that's true and i mean i get it like Right, because I hate to say, like, like if someone says, like, oh, you're fat and you could get diabetes, and, like, I come right back with, well, I don't have that, so I am healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't, like, I, I, you also don't want to put down the people that do have the... That's like, true. That's what's a good so point. wrong about Having my diabetes. sister or yeah. whoever, you know what I mean? The, okay. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, why is that your fight? It does, first of all none of your fucking business what my health no. is you know what i mean and well it always the, comes always back free. to oh well health care costs is costs soar well then i don't want to pay for people having babies anymore right. <laughs> exactly like, right if you're gonna my response choose. was always like 
Then stop. That's a lie. Keep having babies. Stop fucking suing people every 10 minutes. The reason healthcare is so high is because right. of fucking malpractice and and uh, lawsuits and, and doctors having to have crazy insurance for said lawsuits. Like, that's why fucking health insurance is so expensive. It's because of the people in charge of our systems and our companies and our are country fucking corrupt right. are corrupt they want money right it's not the fat people it's not <laughs> but the it's just fat people it's that you know chuck just sent me a quote and i was like oh crap and i'm going to just paraphrase it but i think this is kind of this goes along the same lines it was something to the effect of you are so much closer to being homeless than you are to being a billionaire um so why are we going against the class we're closer to and not looking up and seeing the class that you know is uh, what uh, billionaires are probably perfectly nice people but (laughs) i'm sure there's at least one or two of them um i feel like it's the same thing like okay well fat people gives people it gives someone to blame Uh, the human condition loves someone to blame yeah and that's true. It's just like, oh god damn it, those fat people are causing so much with my health insurance. I'm personally not. No. Right. Like I don't ever go to the fucking doctor and hopefully I won't. I've had situations, but none of them to my knowledge have been because I was fat. A sinus infection was not because I was fat. <laughs> A lump in my breast was not because I was fat. Right. Like Yeah. I mean it's because they don't want to blame sick people right that's true. <laughs> yeah no i didn't even think i'm that not saying that's that it's true. good that we're blamed for yeah. the health insurance issues or you know yeah. amounts but like what are these dudes these incels gonna say are they gonna say like <laughs> fuck people with cancer <laughs> like you can't say that so we're gonna blame yeah. fat people yeah. <laughs> fat people are probably the reason cancer exists <laughs> We're the problem for everything else. But. <laughs> but yeah, so fat shaming is fresh on our minds. Right. Um, I, I recently watched an episode of uh, a show that's on Amazon called Zach Morris's Trash. It's yes, a, I've seen it's it. It's a funnier die show. And it reminded me of the episode of Saved by the Bell. Is he on the show, Zach Morris? Zach they, Morris is the main character of Saved by the Bell. No, no, no. I meant oh. like on this. No, no. It's okay. just, it's like a review of one of the episodes. Oh, and they okay. talk about why he's trash. trash. Yeah. And Zach Morris. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> Zach Morris is fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those like 80s, 90s shows really didn't age well. <laughs> but there was, this, there was this one episode where uh, they need to raise money for new cheerleading uniforms. So they decide to have a meat market or, you know, a an auction they auction off the boys to the dance mm-hmm. and zach sets it up so Has this done that in real life i feel like that happens a lot in movies and tv shows yeah like and i've, I've never, never been to a human auction thank god <laughs> i mean like a date auction uh, or... no right? no i've never I'd heard been of spending Sorry. all my money yeah. on dates yeah um so <laughs> so zach sets up this hot girl that he wants to take him to the dance he's like you pay the most for me and we'll go to the dance and blah 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 and it's all set she she bets what do you do 
You bet you bid. 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 You bid. She bids $75 for Zach Morris, the hot preppy. And here comes fat Wendy in her like thirsty Wendy in her like she's in this awful uh like uh what's it called a like a dress the dress that's like uh a jumper yeah 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 she's in this awful like oh. long Frumpy jumper, jumper that does not accentuate any of her curves anything she seems like a real nice girl but she <laughs> loves Zach she wants Zach hard so she like $200. I don't know what she bids, but she bids more than 75 and she wins Zach. Zach is crushed. Like his face like drops. Visibly? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Zach is crushed. Even Belding is like, womp, womp. Like, he doesn't say that, but you can see, like, everybody's like, oh no, the one fat girl in Bayside High is into Zach and she just paid for him. So, Zach's gonna have to go on a date with Fatty. So they go to the Max to like talk about their date, and he fat shames her a couple of times. Talks about what she's gonna eat and what she shouldn't eat, and then he fakes an illness so that he doesn't have to go to the dance with her. Are you serious? Like he's a dick. Yeah. In the end, he ends up. She's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go to the dance by myself." Pretty much. Yeah. And then he ends up showing up, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I was really wrong." And he's like, "He danced with her." Then we never, as as Zach so Morris redeem him. Yes, as the people of Zach Morris's trash say, we never see her again because she probably went home and fucking killed herself. Right. Because <laughs> Zach Morris threw her a fucking bone. Yeah. So that was one of the like shows I watched all the time. Right? I was I was just looking in um I don't know if you guys if we follow her on Instagram or on Twitter, but it she's your it's called your fat friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like an anonymous journalist, I guess, fat girl. But she had wrote and she said um um she was asking for like in um what pop culture moments made an impression on you around sex and the desirability of fat people? Mm. And it was like, you know, kind of like the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, yes. the Shallow Howl, and like, um, there was like a ton of responses. But that's what reminded me. She's writing a new piece on that, and that's what there are so many things that I guess you don't even think of. Yes, I mean, because we watched it as kids, but that never stuck. But with it's me. just in our psyche. Like, yeah, yeah, we're just right. not the ones who are ever liked. Yeah. Right. Even right. DJ Tanner, like, working out until she passed out and not eating, like... I don't remember DJ Tanner. Oh, yeah. I remember, um, what's her name doing that on... Uh... Growing Pains. No. Carol Seaver. She had real-life anorexia. Did she? Oh, yeah. yeah. probably because she no, was getting Jessie, called fat. the one on... Um, that was caffeine pills. Yes. That wasn't was dieting. Like... Oh, it wasn't? No. I'm was... so excited. <laughs> and I just can't hide it. She was trying to study as well as being the girl, like, Oh, so she was, like, doing too much. Group. Yeah. Okay. I thought she was dieting. No, no. She was just <laughs> trying to stay awake 24 hours no, a day. No, I don't remember that happening to DJ. Oh, yeah, DJ. Oh, yeah. There was, I think there was leg warmers involved. Yeah, she passes out of the gym with Aunt Becky. Yeah, and she's like, Aunt I'll go Becky. harder. Fuck Aunt Becky. And Becky's fucking canceled. She's going. She's that skinny bitch. I'm just kidding. She seems like a lovely woman, but she really oh, fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like an entitled lovely woman. Exactly. 
<laughs> with really bitchy daughters. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, there were so many that I didn't even think of that I was like, oh my God, that was fat shaming. And you didn't mm-hmm. even, like you said, it's so No, it was so normal. In all of pop culture growing up. We yeah. like do it to ourselves. Like. Yeah. I still am in shock that I'm like, I question all the time. Like, oh, what's Chuck? Has Chuck got a fetish? <laughs> like, I'll go so back and forth on it because it's so ingrained in my friggin' psyche. Does he feed you? Nobody. He encourages me to eat whatever I want. That's different. That's just being a loving partner. Yeah. Not like He's not food. like, keep shoveling it in. He's just like, oh, you want french fries? Get fucking french fries. Yeah, he's not like he's not like video rusty. (laughs) No, Tuck has never seduced me with with Ronnie whipped cream. (laughs) Only firm, tight whipped cream. No, but still, like, I mean, the point is, at forty-three years old, I'm still questioning this bullshit. I'm still feeling some kind of way about walking into a gym. Yeah, like that you've been going to. That I've been going to, and that I have a community at. But I just am always like, it's because I'm fat. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm fat. And just having to, I don't want to say how, no, I think it's good when people are open to listening listening to me explain, like, of all the fat people I know, there's no one I know who's just fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right. we all have some backstory. Like, I have, I can think of the fat friends I have. I probably know at least three who have PCOS. I know. I don't know that I know what that is. Polycystic ovary syndrome. I do know what syndrome. it is. Okay. Like one of I the thought symptoms. I knew what it was, but I was yeah. like, you keep saying it, I should yeah. check. Can be, like, weight, um, weight loss resistance or whatever. I'm not completely well-versed on it, but it, it's a medical condition that can complicate it and make it really, really hard to lose weight. So it's like, you can't even, how could you remedy that? And why do I have to explain that to anybody? Right. Right. Like, stay in your own fucking lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Right. Right. Unless you are my spouse and I've suddenly eaten a whole carton of cookies and you're concerned with how much food I just ate. Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> it's so true. It's I just don't get it. I don't get it. I yeah. And it does it's a constant fucking struggle. Like yeah. there are months that I go by like I I rule this world. That's right. it. Yeah. I own it. I'm and then good, there's days yeah. I'm like motherfucker. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't just exist. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I don't know. I, I mean. And then and then you start noticing, or I start noticing more and more, the things that are in pop culture or in mm-hmm. the media. Like, when it's not bothering me, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, it's no big deal. Everyone loves fat people. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're so jolly. It's just like, I know. It's so hard for me to do that without doing it to my boobs. Yeah, without it. shaking them out. So something that I love in pop culture is a fat lady in a show where they never talk about them being a fat lady. 
Yeah. Where weight is never a thing. Yeah. It happens. It's few and far between. Now, that there's like the a, there's there's the extreme of like Mimi on the Drew Carey show who was just like I could think of. who was just like treated and and acted like trash. Yeah. Like she acted like trash. Yeah. I mean, um, she'd be on this podcast, but yeah. I don't like. <laughs> I don't let my nieces and nephews call me Mimi. Kids like to call me Mimi. I don't like it because of fucking Drew Carey. I never really oh, watched. That's that. why they call me Meme, because I don't do Mimi. No, no, I'm not Mimi. I'm not Mimi from I had Drew Carey. Like my grandma, we called Mimi. Oh, that, kids that didn't make me think of Mimi. Well, was your grandma a fat lady no. with clown makeup? Because that's how I describe myself. But literally. I am. I should be Mimi because I am a fat lady with clown makeup. But yeah, I taught my niece and nephew to call me Meme because kids tend to call Jamie oh, Mimi. Oh, Jamie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they calling So me? I taught them Meme so they wouldn't call me Mimi. <laughs> Not that anybody fucking remembers the Drew Carey show. No offense, Drew Carey. <laughs> I watched it while it was on. It was amazing. I love Ryan Stiles and that other guy. I don't remember his name. He's in a bunch of stuff. I but like Mimi is still like drilled into my brain. Yeah. But then you have somebody like Retta on Parks and Rec. Yes. Yeah. Who just was, you're right. She was just amazing. She was just fierce. And, fierce. and then. I um, got all the guys. Uh, right. Like she. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but Paula. Paula wasn't like fat, fat, but she was a full figured lady. Like she was definitely more of a matronly look but then she also had these like sexy singing scenes where she was in a cocktail dress and, oh, like yeah. but they never it wasn't like oh I'm on a diet this week not even little hints of that kind mm-hmm. of shit and yeah. that's what I love just have a fat yeah, person yeah. exist exist as right. a fat person exists right we don't sit around I mean we sit around and talk about being fat but yeah. that's kind of what we're doing here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'd be so weird if we didn't <laughs> But, like, when I'm with skinny people, unless they're like, hey, talk to me about your fat podcast. Right. Like, I'm just having normal conversations with them. Right. I'm not discussing dieting or right. how my ass looks in a pair of jeans. Like, right. have characters. Like, I also respect the other side with, like, Shrill, mm-hmm. where it's a, a fat lady talking about being a fat lady. Mm. But on her own terms. Right. She's Correct. The butt of every joke. and Yeah. 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 But that's kind of what we're doing. We're fat ladies who are talking about being fat on our own terms. Yes. So, and it's just about our experience. And again, I say it time and time again, because in my, I I have more fat friends than I've ever had. And there is a certain freedom to it. Like, okay, so Jamie had a birthday party this weekend for our multi-talented producer, Kevin. And she had a taco bar. And because I was, like, surrounded by people I'm comfortable with, I was like, yeah, just so you guys know, I'm eating 12 tacos. <laughs> like, mix, mix-size party. I'd be like, oh, I'm packed. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be I like, mean, oh. technically, it was a mixed-size party. There were non-fat people here. <laughs> no, I know, but when it wasn't... We were comfortable. When yeah. I wasn't coming to the house of someone I podcast about fat people. Right, with. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. most of the people here were well aware of our podcast. They were like, are we going to see a live viewing Right. And I was like, no, there are children, but like you can just sit near us while we talk, and that's pretty much a live Same viewing. Thing. I sat right next to that taco bar. <laughs> I know. I like said hi to people so and then good. was like, yo, tacos. I wanted so many more tacos. The next it day, I just tacos. wanted tacos. I know. 
And I don't know, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but it seemed like every, like, there was no stress, it seemed like. No. From anyone. About, like, how much people were eating? Yeah. About how many tacos no. I ate? Yeah. Like, somebody could have covered their chest in nacho cheese. And we were like, And yeah. we could have done body shots and yeah. nobody would have <laughs> Well, judged. me and Nina would have said, well, that's a great idea. Is there any more cheese left? <laughs> Damn it, I keep wasting plates. <laughs> Yeah, Taco Bar was fucking epic. It was. Good. I felt very proud to be fat and hungry. <laughs> yeah. There was, was so, so much good. stuff. <laughs> when Jamie said there was only 30 more taco shells, I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be tough. I prepare, I over prepare, one, because of my parents who over prepare for every party they've mm-hmm. ever had, but also because I'm a fat lady. And like, I was like, Dad, how many taco shells do I need for? you know 30 people and he's like oh, I have about two each and I was like so 80 like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about yeah. two each right. <laughs> <laughs> who eats two fucking tacos and it's done not when there's so many different options I know not with all those different toppings you could make so many combos 12 was standard I'm better than fucking Chipotle and you know oh, yeah. put together yeah. dude I have been so like having wet dreams about that thing <laughs> since that day. Oh, I haven't because I've eaten leftovers from it every night. Yeah, and I was yeah. jealous. <laughs> I was like sitting by my phone like, when is she going to text us about the, ta- the nacho bar? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this, I did this. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. You guys should have totally come over. We we sat and made nachos, I mean, me and Kevin, and then we watched. We didn't eat the jackfruit. We didn't eat the They're jackfruit. really good. It's still really here. Good. Is it still good? I don't fucking know. I throw everything out after like two minutes. I'm like, oh my God, it's got botulism. It's a three day roll. Yeah. I don't fuck around. But yeah, we made some nachos and we watched Zach Morris's Morris's trash. Zach <laughs> and Morris I was like, trash. Zach Morris is a fat shamer. What a dick. Right? They all are. Yeah. It kind of makes me like not want to go back and watch shows that I'm nostalgic for on from like the 90s yeah because sometimes I'm like oh <laughs> that hurt yeah I remember I remember I more have a memory of like the eating disorder episodes than fat ladies yeah but I feel like on every show that had like a young heartthrob there were, was some like fat girl problem yeah yeah mm-hmm. was there a fat girl on my so-called life I think I was like fucking married when that show was out. <laughs> I was not worried about anything. There else. was a chubby gay just, guy. But Jordan, Jared Leto. <laughs> just Jordan Catalano. And uh, Claire Danes. Yeah. I do love her. Ricky was not chubby. He wasn't? I no. He, he was just adorable. Oh, see the friend. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. Ricky, I'm sure you're listening. I'm sorry that <laughs> I just fat chained you. <laughs> um, yeah, that made me mad. I hate being fat, but I don't. My family, my I hate in- this. I hate the psychology that goes along with being right, fat because exactly. of years of fucking conditioning. Yeah, yeah. I Motherfuckers. mean, motherfuckers. The beginning of Lindy West's book, uh, her first one, uh, she goes through her, her like fat icons from when she was younger, mm-hmm. and the my favorite one that she has listed is Lady McCluck or whatever from Robin Hood, the fox one. Oh, yeah. There's, like, the fat maid. (laughs) 
She's what a she, boss. A bear? She's a chicken. A chicken. And she's in this outfit. And she's fucking tackling alligators and shit like a linebacker. <laughs> like, this lady was a boss. <laughs> I'm gonna rewatch that. But that's like one of her like seven fat icons. And then you have the other ones like Ursula we all know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the lady McCluck <laughs> was like my favorite one. Because I was like, you know what? She is a fucking fat icon. Yeah. <laughs> She had she clock. had big old big old titties, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking tackled when he went to the like archery thing, mm-hmm. and they were fighting at the archery contest. She's fucking tackling alligator guards, <laughs> bowling them over. I gotta rewatch. It's that. amazing. That's what we should do. That's yeah. one thing we can watch together. Not, not ninety day it. fiance. I'm not watching. It. I hate cartoons. <gasps> what? I do. What? I had no idea. I'm shocked. Kim hates I love, cartoons too. I love like claymation and puppet shit, but I hate cartoons. Kim, that didn't mean anything. <laughs> she definitely listens to this. I know. Of course she wouldn't. <laughs> Kim, me and you can go do something while they're watching fucking cartoons. <laughs> I will say though that Kim does love Robin Hood with the fox. That's uh, one of the ones she likes. I can't. He's so hot. Why don't you like about them? I don't know. I'm learning something new about you today. I hate Disney movies. I hate children's movies. It's okay to hate Disney movies. I hate most cartoons. (laughs) I actually hate all cartoons. Disney movies have horrible messages for the most part. I'm okay. Yeah, I agree. I can get down with like... Uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes, that is puppetry, though. I can get it down. Yeah, I like puppets and claymation. They're my, they're my. What about little Hayao Miyazaki? What about anime? I don't like it. I don't like my art, my drawings to move. <laughs> Confuses me. No, I just like when we, I'm telling like when we would it's take. It's not something you enjoy. I don't know if I just associate it with like children so i don't think like i'm like not i shouldn't say children but i don't i'm like what about some animated tentacle porn that's not for children what the hell is that should i look into that tentacle porn yeah yeah it's all about like tentacles like going in places it's a thing (laughs) yeah you know about this (laughs) am i gonna get like internet Megan is now looking up tentacle porn. It's animated, not for children. I'm just saying. Not for children. Maybe it's Does something. it is it a human with tentacles? Sometimes. Tentacle. There's just tentacles involved and usually orifices. Porn. <laughs> I know how to spell porn, not tentacle. I don't know that I can spell tentacle. Do I have to go on Pornhub? I mean, go to images. They might just show you pictures. Tentacle erotica. Oh, it's a thing. It is a thing. For all of the listeners out there who are like... Fat or skinny. Duh. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. Oh, it's not the weirdest. I can tell you about some weirder stuff. <laughs> Look, this maiden is just like doing wash and there's a, there's an octopus getting frisky. Yeah. <laughs> Octopussy. <laughs> All right, well, I got a, I got a new kink. Oh, my gosh. It's animated, though. Yeah, it's animated. No, it's a still drawing. No, no, there's movies. Oh, I, I won't watch them. Oh, you're missing out. 
Oh my god, this tentacle's going everywhere. There's so much like boob squeezing. <laughs> She's in a well. Yeah, boob squeezing. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> I'm seeing some things. This one is a boy. Yes. Staying on point. Our listeners we went from, deserve to know about tentacle porn. We went from not liking cartoons. My in-laws definitely listen to this. Ooh. I feel like I should tell well, you guys Well, Jamie that. is the one who just introduced me to tentacle porn. Whatever happens, it's Jamie's fault. <laughs> My brother-in-law no, was like, nice. well, you share a lot, so I don't listen to all of it. <laughs> They were all very kind and very sweet when you came in. They're like, oh, you're from the podcast. I was like, oh, is that good or bad? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how did you guys feel about meeting Marnie? Queen exciting. Marnie. I was so excited. No, I was so I excited. I mentioned that Marnie. She was like, what the? I mentioned that uh, Megan was like, who are all these children? And I was like, oh, well, that one's my niece. That one's my nephew. That one's my niece. That one's uh, Marnie's daughter. And Megan was like, Marnie's not here? And then I hear Nina across two rooms, standing near the taco bar, go, Marnie's here? The- she dropped her taco plate. I was at the taco bar. <laughs> and I had to pull Marnie My in. head, like, spun. I was like, Marnie? <laughs> I didn't even think to introduce you guys. I don't like, know what? why. <laughs> right? But yeah, the infamous we have Marnie. We talked about her so much. She's I like know. an integral part of your childhood. She reminded me a lot of things that she taught me uh, that I still do to this day. Uh, like for one, we used to, when I was in like my 20s, my early 20s, we would go out for lunch. And we go to like Bertucci's, get a big lunch, mm-hmm. bring our leftovers home. Then we would proceed to take a nap. <laughs> For a long period of time. And then we'd She's wake up best. and we would finish our, our Marnie. Right? Why would why didn't I have a Marnie? And I forgot about that. And I was like, if you ask any of my friends that eat meals with me, halfway through the meal, I stop and go, I'm so tired. So tired. I just need to go to sleep. And now I know why. I didn't you even remember that. That's fantastic. Because we would just go eat a eat half of a big meal, take a nap, eat the rest. She's the best. That's amazing. Yeah. Marnie, call me. <laughs> we are friends, Marnie. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I was just like, wait, what? I did not expect her to be here. And then yeah. she was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. She's real. She let her, her children be around us, too. I know. And I really didn't filter much. I say the I had balloons that said happy fucking birthday. And my, I was like, okay, only three kids here can read. That's fine. There's fine. an 11 year old, a 10 year old and a seven year old. The seven year old, like her mom told her not to read the balloons and she was afraid to come in the room. And I was like, Roar, just don't look at the balloons. And then the 11 year old didn't even go in that room. He was here late. And then Sam, my nephew, proceeded to carry around the balloons one says fuck you're old and the other one says happy fucking birthday and he's just showing everybody and giggling he's just like ha 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 holding them up in front of him and we're all like we see it sam and my brother's like good job jamie and i was like oh and my mom's like she bought them by accident they're supposed to say happy fantastic birthday and i was like you're right they sent me the wrong balloons or maybe marnie said that to rory she was like she was like Jamie bought the wrong balloons. They sent the wrong ones. 
She's got to use them. She doesn't have any other balloons. <laughs> oh, she's supposed to do. Lori's <laughs> probably like. We don't plan good oh, kid-friendly parties. <laughs> you know, I looked Being at them before I bought help. them, and I was just like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I know from Sam has definitely heard that word. Right. I, I don't think Noli and Rory have, but yeah. they're fine. That's they right. need to hear it eventually. One of the things I truly love about Marnie is that she lets me be myself with my with her kids oh, like nice. she doesn't she doesn't try to like be like Jamie behave mm-hmm. like you have to act like an adult like right. she yeah. just lets me talk to her kids and it's great and I, I truly appreciate it and, and we I think love it's Marnie. one of the reasons I love her kids so much is because I can just be like you. a person with yeah. them yeah. <laughs> yeah hashtag naps with Marnie hashtag naps with Marnie yes all right, so what the other thing I wanted to talk about is one of the topics we constantly go on about is this one flew under the radar for TLC is oh. Thousand Pound Sisters. I don't know what this is. Okay, so I do. I've seen I have been following pictures. these two sisters on YouTube forever. Oh, they're on YouTube? Yeah, and I follow them, I have to say, because it's like kind of a train wreck. Mm. Like, one of them will do these, like, awful, like, makeup videos. Nice. But then there's something kind of endearing about her. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's been plenty of videos where, like, there will be... They, they live in, like, Kentucky or something. Um, But there are, there's videos where there's, like, a roach crawling up the wall. Yikes! Like, there's just... There's all these people who just shame the shit out of them, though, constantly for being so, like, fat and... um. <clears throat> living in unkempt homes or whatever but it's amy and tammy slayton and they got this show um so tlc is definitely exploiting them absolutely <laughs> yes. but here is the thing so i started reading an article on it because i was like that's the slayton sisters like i watch them mm-hmm. and they really do. So, like, in the beginning, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, when I first started watching it, but there is yeah. something, like I said, super endearing and mm-hmm. honest about them. But really, what I think this shows is um, they kind of go backstory in that this is, like, the perfect example of, like, socioeconomic problems with obesity. Like, apparently there was, like, five kids or something in the family the mother had to work like three jobs. They ate trash food. Right. And they just did not have, they ate tons of canned food and prepared food. And it was just like, it was this like necessary evil. Mm-hmm. Like they were feeding themselves because their mother was always working. So I did, I was like, oh, that's kind of like an interesting perspective of this is like, this is where it kind of came to. Um, but I, from what I gather, the show is a journey like about they're traveling back and forth to Atlanta because they want to get um, weight loss surgery because, I mean, I think the one sister was 600 plus pounds. She's basically immobile. She hadn't been leaving the house for a long time. Yeah. She has like a bad knee. The other sister is married. And I think, I think she weighed in at like 400, but she's desperate to have a baby mm. and I guess is having problems now. So they're both taking this journey together, but it did hit me that, yeah, these were these kids kind of left to their own devices 
without like a like a mom in the picture and i was like oh that's that concept of it is a little bit interesting mm-hmm. um i i think i don't know i watched one or two episodes they're really funny together because they're like they're constantly making fun of each other well i'm not as fat as you or something <laughs> like that but i thought like okay that is kind of an interesting perspective like it's kind of where it came from so, and you know what's funny is before I even knew the show was coming on, like, I guess I follow Amy Slayton or whatever. And I was like, I watched one of the videos recently. I'm like, she's shaping up. Like, what's going on here? And I didn't look much further into it, but I guess it's from this show. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, everything cheap and accessible is horrible for you. Right. <laughs> like the dollar menu at McDonald's. It's not like you can go to the dollar menu at Whole Foods and get, you know, a nice salad or something healthy or, you know. Yeah, or even, like, that's the thing is, is a lot of food that you cook yourself seems expensive because you're mm-hmm. going to the grocery store. But mm-hmm. you're getting more portioned mm-hmm. if you're cooking it yourself. You're getting better value for your money. But do you think these little kids knew how to cook? No. Right. <laughs> right. Like they or knew how to. Money. Right. Do you think they knew how to go get some chicken breasts and but some veggies? <laughs> there's also the concept too that you know when when someone lives in a poverty situation, you go to the closest place because oftentimes you're taking a bus, right. and yes. you can't go and price shop. Yeah. So if the closest thing to you is a save a lot or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They had some, I did notice because they had like a weird, like independent looking um, food store like they were going store. to. Yeah. yeah. But everything was like manwich and macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. and that yeah, kind like of stuff. Yeah, like a bodega. You're going right. to Right. So yeah. if you don't have the options to do this stuff, then you get what's available. What are they called? Food deserts? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you bring that whole thing into consideration, but when they, like the one woman, this kind of struck me, she was shopping for healthy foods and she's like, I'm going to buy some lettuce and she puts it in her cart. And then someone says that's cabbage. Like that right. tells she you something. She right. didn't know yeah. that that wasn't lettuce. Right. So I don't know. I think I, I don't Yes, they're exploiting them, which they do. I know. At the same, this is something that I struggle with. Like, they're exploiting them, but they were already on the internet. They're already public figures. They right. were already, quote unquote, exploiting themselves, I guess. Um, so, what does it matter if they're just at a bigger platform now and TLC is doing it? It's too? the truth. Yeah. yeah. And look, they're not hiding the picture and I guess that they're self-aware too it's not like mm-hmm. they don't they're pretending that they're not fat yeah no and they kind of like... they actually seem smarter on this show than i thought they've seen on youtube mm-hmm. and like the one is really like no like our mom wasn't around when we were little yeah like i was thinking about this with our hot and heavy episode like as much as we can call like the the mom of cunt <laughs> <laughs> And people like Rusty, like, we don't know the whole story. We don't know them personally. This is just our perception based on what TLC has handed to us. Right. Right. So really, they're in control of our perception of these people. 
And maybe Joy and Kristen and Lori. Adriana. Maybe they like really like the way they came out looking in this. And good for them. Like, I don't think there was anything wrong with their I don't think TLC made them look bad. I think they looked good. I think they looked like intelligent, well. I don't put think any women. of those women yeah. Those no. women did not present present yeah. not looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of like everybody else. <laughs> so and again, like watching Thousand Pound Sisters, I'm like, wow, I really like them like a lot more. Yeah. Like, they're being so honest and kind of I don't, you can just see the friggin' struggle, like how this happens to people. Like when I was talking to our trainer, I said, you know, I learned at a very young age to cope with food. And my mom admits it. She said, by the time I had you, I used the popsicle method. If you were crying, I handed you a popsicle. Yeah. So clearly I associate it very quickly in life that sadness gets cured with food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And... You know, everybody's just trying their best to do these things, but it's just, it's so hard to not figure people as being human or not worthy of human dignity, I guess. Yeah. This is a heavy episode, It man. really is. I was just thinking about Zach Morris's trash again, trying to lighten up my mood. Zach Morris is trash. We can just talk about our childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bringing on home. This is what I pay a therapist for. I'm just <laughs> quoting Nina from the first episode. <laughs> Speaking of therapists, my therapist, I had an appointment. I hope she does not listen to this. I have not told her about <laughs> us yet. Um, you hitting us with something. Forgot episode. I mean, forgot on my appointment last weekend. <gasps> she did? I, yeah. I went there and I was saying that. And I went a little bit early because, like, you know, I tried to be early. And then, like, 10 minutes in, like, 10 minutes from, like, the time that I was... I was like, all right, this yeah. is weird. Usually she's really on time or she's good with saying like, you know, I'm running late or, you know, someone's in crisis, whatever. Yeah. And um, so I texted her because, you know, we have like, a, I text my therapist <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just wanted to make sure we still have the appointment. And she texted me back. Who is this? New phone. Who did? I was like, excuse me? Wow. Yeah. yeah. After all these years, <laughs> after all these payments, <laughs> right. you think your I mean, friends? We have, we have we have texted like if I had to change an appointment, or, it's not like yeah. we text every day. Yeah, it's but, like I text my acupuncturist, have, right? Like, like, hey, I fucked up my appointment. Have my number, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Nina Vento. And she's like, oh my god, and she's like, oh, because she does. Uh, she goes on like speaking tours. She does like stuff. So she must have been away. And just like didn't just like forgot, which is yeah. like fine. But I was like hurt. Who is this? <laughs> I was like, so I said who I was, and she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You know, I new calendar, new, new year, new calendar. I must have forgotten. I'm new really year, yeah. new phone. Who did? Yeah. <laughs> so so back on for next Saturday. You hope? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like me. Wait, I have had like therapists tell me they didn't think I needed to come anymore. And I would get like personally offended. Like, why? What did I do? Seriously. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me I don't need to be here? I want to be here. I'm like, am I that bad? You won't take my copay every week? Yeah, no. Like, I'm that. No, I would think the same thing. No, I would think the same. I mean, I'm sure that they were just like, you're well adjusted enough to Well, fuck you. Wouldn't you like to talk to somebody well adjusted? 
I have gotten to the point with therapists Mm -hmm. that we would just spend the appointments, like them being like, okay, so I'm off this weekend. What should I do? And I'm like, well, here's what you should do. If you go north, you should go here, here, and here. And there's this restaurant. So I did have therapists like that, that, that I would end up just giving them like fun things to do for the weekend. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Get, listen, I, it gets I've never been to therapy. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, I do it. Like, Girl. I need. Right? Yeah. I'm shocked. Because you're a talker. I am. I don't need a therapist. I tell everybody my fucking business. Oh, that's true. I mean, so do I. But then there's some deep, dark shit. Oh, I've got my deep, dark shit locked up in a cave. Surrounded by fat. <laughs> Did you swallow it? (laughs) That's what all this fat is for. It's protecting my deep, dark secrets. Listen, you just got real fucking deep right there. Because it's the same reason fat is fucking protection. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Therapy can be a really good thing. I went to school to be a counselor. Like, I believe in it. It's just not. I've always been a really good self- uh, therapizer. Okay. <laughs> I like that word. I've gotten through a lot of shit on my own mm-hmm. and with my own mental capacity that I didn't ever feel that I needed to have somebody else yeah. get through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. I think probably the times I've had to do it or felt the need to do it was probably times in my life where um, maybe I wasn't as social or I didn't have as big a network of people to talk to or something like that. But I feel like at this point in my life, I have a number of people that I can go to and be like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I straight up lived on the internet for three years. Like, I didn't talk to people. I didn't have any friends. It was rough. There was a lot of good people on the internet. There was a lot of stuff happening. But... <laughs> But I got through it, and I feel like I got through it a better, stronger person, and I'm really good at at knowing who I am and knowing what's going on with myself, and I think I've always just been able to do that. But I think That's therapy... Form of therapy. I think therapy's really good. You were good. talking to people you didn't know. Right. Oh, no, I didn't tell them my stuff. Oh. I was just friends with them. Oh, okay. I sell... I'm serious. I, I go through it myself, and okay. I just figure it out. Like, it's just something I've been able to do, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I've suffered for it. I don't mm-hmm. think I am suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that the things that I have locked in my deep, dark cabinet mm-hmm. are... Even if they got out, I don't see any help for them. There's nothing that can help Right. That. What's done is done. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfectly legitimate way of thinking I've just I've gotten to points dark points in my life where I didn't know what else to do yeah Mm -hmm. no and that's why I'm saying like I'm not against therapy I don't think it's a bad idea I think it's a great idea Mm -hmm. especially if you're struggling with something and you can't get through it Mm -hmm. right like the time that I could have used therapy was when I was a teenager Mm -hmm. and my hair was falling out in clumps from depression and my mom was getting my thyroid checked because she was keeping her fingers crossed (laughs) that I just had a thyroid (laughs) disorder Uh, that's when I could have used therapy yeah and that's where we are. Zach Morris is trash. Right. Zach Morris is what caused my depression in high school. <laughs> There's been a lot of incarnations of Megan that have gotten 
me to this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had to go through it, however. Yeah. And there's been very destructive versions of me. There's been very destructive versions of me. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's been not destructive versions, which are the, is kind of, you know, I think that's why I kind of go back to therapy is because I'm so afraid to be that Megan again Mm -hmm. that I'm like, "Mm -mm." like I could easily go back down that road, but I probably can't because I've probably been this version of Megan longest now at this point. But there is that fear because it was dark and it was scary and it was weird, so. Yeah. But I do want to say, like, if, if you're struggling with something and you can't get through it, like, therapy is there. And don't say you can't afford it because there's sliding scale therapy where they base it on what you make. So, like, if you're making $2 an hour. They'll figure something out They'll for you. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Sliding scale therapy There's is stuff a online thing. Now. There's apps. There's yeah. Stuff. Yeah. There's hotlines. Okay. No, no, I think we've all just realized we're fat and society <laughs> fucking hates us. <laughs> so this is candy. the part of the podcast where we eat candy. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> How's Chuck? Any good Chuck news? Uh-uh. Mm. I did say that while I was working out. Oh, no. There's this one, like, technique that if you're squatting, like, you can learn your head placement by holding a tennis ball under your chin. So I said, you know I'm used to balls hitting my chin. Oh, my God. And I was like, Chuck wasn't even there. (laughs) I did that shit by myself. (laughs) But then, like, went home and said, Chuck, guess what I said at the gym? Yes, exactly. Because I talked about balls hitting my chin. <laughs> yeah. And I might have followed it with, Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's really hard to tell that I'm feeling fat at the gym <laughs> because I'm screaming about balls and booyah. Yeah. I have this new thing right now where when I say something like, real good at Kevin, I put my hand in the face and go, Blammo! I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it means. But I can't stop doing it. Blammo! <laughs> so wait, this is why we're the same. Because I do this one, the Chuck. I cover my face and go, <laughs> My friend hung up on me last week. She told me, she was like, call me on your okay. way home and I'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sweet. And so I call her and it rings once and she pushes me to voicemail and I'm in my car alone and alone and I just go gangsta <laughs> like that's no gangsta you told me to call you and then you hung up on me she called me back a minute later she's like sorry I hit the wrong button and I was like that was such a that was such a power move right you're in charge <laughs> whatever, you whatever you want <laughs> but yeah blammo damn Gangsta. Yeah. What do you say, Mike, to Mike when you say something funny in his face? I don't know that I have like a. You you need a catchphrase. You should probably try something like, "Who's your daddy?" Yeah, (laughs) that's good. Just get in his face, like all chest forward. (laughs) I will. I will. 
and I'll let you know how that goes. Kevin just says face. Michael. He doesn't say in your face. He just goes face. <laughs> I'm going to have, like, next time that happens, I'm going to have to remember what I say. Because I don't, like, have, like, a thing that I can, like, a catchphrase. You can feel free to use blammo if you want to go to it. Damn. Mm-hmm. I like Nina saying, who's your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> and chest bumping him. Yes. It'd be more like a belly bump. <laughs> or like bump him. his nipple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, Who's your daddy? <laughs> yes. I love calling Chuck son, too. I'm like, you need to back off, son. I call Kevin bro. And he's like, I'm not your bro. <laughs> myself calling people brother like on the road i'll just be like what you up to brother and i'm like i was definitely raised by hulk hogan <laughs> brother hulk hogan raised me <laughs> he was on the tv he it's was. okay but he raised me he, he, i met yeah. ted dibiase the million dollar man last year did you call him brother do you know who Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, is? No. Did you guys not watch wrestling as children? I've heard no. of him. I couldn't pick him out of a crowd. Right he was now. in the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior Sting years, like oh, okay. Macho Man years. Um, oh yeah! I, I met him. He was at my brother's birthday, and uh, invited. Yeah, he got. Well, they. It was like a. It was like oh, like a, a thing. Higher. Okay. Higher. Yeah, yeah. We okay. we bought him for the evening. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but. I went up to him and I was like, I had nightmares about you as a child and shook his hand. And he's like, that's the weirdest thing anybody's ever said to me. But like, for real, I had dreams that like Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man and the other bad guys would steal me, kidnap me. And like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior would have to come and save me. Wow. Because Hulk Hogan raised me. Who's my daddy? Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. That's. Macho man. <laughs> they all sound the same. <laughs> Snap into a slim gym. I mean, I know who Hulk Hogan is, but I feel like I got most of him from his daughter's show on like MTV. Yeah. Remember that? Train yeah, wreck. no, that was that was a mess and it, it made me very shameful of who raised me. I wonder me. if they all bleached their hair together. Oh, I'm sure. It was very foreign. It's natural. Like... Absolutely. Uh, this is natural hair color. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does he? Why, why are you agreeing with me, Nina? Don't agree with me. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, who raised you guys? Not uh, Hulk Hogan? Mm-hmm. Not Mr. Hogan, no. Mr. Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I was raised by. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. What is this? A, that's his walk-in music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was gonna rip open my shirt. I, I mean, because I I'm that a Hulkamaniac. No. Sorry, guys. Sorry to d- derail the conversation. <laughs> well, no, it's nice to learn things about you, like. The fact that you were raised by Hulk Hogan explains a lot. <laughs> and that I can still sing the walk-in music. Exactly. That's a way to get Chuck talking. <gasps> he likes wrestling? Any reference to that, like any like 80s movie or something, 
He'll be like, because his one of his favorite references is in one of the Rocky movies. Hulk Hogan was Thunderlips. Yeah. And he'll like say no. that whole line. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> when Chuck like puts me in like in like a figure four headlock or whatever you call them. Does that happen a lot? Me and Chuck do do a lot of competition wrestling. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I try to get Kevin to fight me all the time. Yeah. Me and Chuck get, and we'll get into like such a, like a, like a, we like to start out by grabbing each other's necks and saying, grapple. We're grappling. And then it just gets like crazy. But Chuck will be like, I have no regard for my wife's safety and like drop an elbow. And then I'll like put him in like a leg lock and he'll like reach down and put me like we'll just be in these weird moves. And then there's just like a lot of really like, ah, <laughs> and then us both screaming, you give up. I'm so jealous. Yeah. This is the marriage I want. It's it's intense. I used to when uh, me and Kevin were first together, I used to hockey fight him a lot where I would just pull his shirt over his head and then hit him in the kidneys a bunch. And I would say, as I was pulling his shirt over his head, I would say, hockey fight! (laughs) And I would start punching him. (laughs) And I can't do it anymore. And he won't fight me. I'm always like, you want to fight? You want to fight? And he's like, yeah. And I'll be like, yes! And he'll be like, no. Just drop an elbow. Well, I'll think the fight's over and I'll stand up. And Chuck will, like, come running back in the room and spear me back onto the bed. (gasps) Oh, that's amazing! All right, we're going to skill keep going. <laughs> I'm really upset that Kevin's stronger than me. Chuck is weirdly stronger than me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I married a little guy because I was like, I can kick his ass if it comes to it. Yeah. No, his I can't. family listens to this. <laughs> it's cool. I'm not talking about how much he reminds me of Jack Torrance from The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like he, I married a little guy thinking I could push him around and I fucking can't. He's so damn strong. That's what that Chuck Peters does. He's got that nerd rage. Chuck's like a chimpanzee. He's like a mature chimpanzee. He's He's got strength. He's wiry too. He's a little guy, but he could rip my fucking face off. Right? The first time I like started wrestling with Kevin, I was like, what? I can't move. That's what always happens to me. Like I'm sitting there like, I'm killing you, man. (laughs) And I'm in this pose that I can't move. And I'm like, you're about to die. And then he just like twists his legs harder. And I'm like, it's coming soon. (laughs) I'm so jealous. Yeah. I'm going to make Kevin wrestle me later. That sounds weird. It's not innuendo. I want to fight. Liam, do who, you who know does Cinepunks? I used to spar with him. Really? We used to fight. I had an advantage though because he couldn't hit me everywhere. Oh, okay. Why? Because I have boobs. Oh. But I mm. can. You can hit him in his boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time we go to fight fit, I start it by telling Chuck, "I will crush you," and then I hit his <laughs> gloves. Yeah, we rocky. are really fucking aggro, man. No, I love it. Me and it. Chuck get it out 
See, I get, get that from in. my fa- like my family. Like we like to threaten each other physically. Right. That's how me and my family get along. Like for years, my mom was was like doing kicks, and she'd be like, "I'm practicing. I gotta be able to throw kick you by the end of the week." Like <laughs> my mom has my mom has threatened to throat punch me a million times. So my mom is this little blonde lady. <laughs> Who wouldn't hurt a fly? But she's like, I'm going to throat punch you. Oh my God, <laughs> like, this is how know. we express ourselves. That's how I express love. Like, I'm like, I'm going to fuck you up so hard. But that translates to, I'm going to love the shit out of yeah. you. I've described myself as like a really excited puppy before. Like, if I tackle you, it's because I love you and I want to play. <laughs> if I put you in a headlock, it's because I don't like hugging. But I like hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I love like, I love like, uh, I used to say I love like Lenny. Yes. Oh, I'm going to pet the puppies. Yeah. No, I love like Lenny. I love like like Lenny. Yeah. One of my favorite. Love like Lenny. Name of the episode. (laughs) I'm going to hug you and squeeze you and kiss you and name you George. hundred percent money. Yes, me too. Oh my god. Like when they came out with Elvira on Tiny Toons and she was like squishing the eyeballs out of all the bunnies, I was like, oh my god, I'm Elvira. Yeah, I've been called that a number oh of times because no. I'm like, I'm gonna hurt you so bad. <laughs> ah, it's so true. When I see my cats, I go, mm. <laughs> like I wanna punch them. They're so fucking cute. Yeah. I threaten to eat mine more than, but I think that's just a fat lady thing. No, I eat everybody. Yeah. When I'm cooking, I'm like, Rue, get in this oven. I'm going to roast you. <laughs> I like I always, things. whenever Kevin's like, what's for dinner? I'm like, mm, I'm thinking maybe we could eat the cat. <laughs> uh, Nina, okay. do you threaten to eat your dog? No, I do not. Do you, you wrestle should. with your I husband? No. No I mean, physical like we violence. Play fight, but not like wrestle, and I don't feel the need to show people love by hurting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Kevin. Poor Chuck. Chuck loves I mean, it. Like, Chuck play, is by, like all like play, like play like like slap him or something. I will just slap Kevin across the face. No, Chuck would really wrestle me if I did that. No, he'll slap me back. I don't slap him oh. hard. I just slap him a little. Oh, okay. Just I did slap, slap Chuck with um. Vegan bologna. I was like, look how this moves. And then I, and he's like, what the fuck? I'm Kevin's going to take everything out of here about me hitting him or him hitting me. He's yeah. going to be like, this is going to be in a court case one yeah, day. Exactly. Chuck listens to the episodes with me. And when he's not laughing about Nina, he says, I don't mind you making fun of me. <laughs> See, he's the real MVP. The real MVP. <laughs> wow. Because he, he knows in his head, he's like, he lets you make fun of him. I don't need to be with you. Oh. <laughs> no. Full really circle. Made. Back to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> he Back to our insecurities. No, that's the thing about Chuck is Chuck th- is like, I don't know what she's doing with me. She's amazing. Oh. <laughs> we love Chuck. That's- fucking weirdo. I think Ted and Chuck. My husband's a weirdo. I mean, he's gotta be weird. He's married to me. Oh, Mike's real weird. (laughs) (laughs) But we love him. (laughs) But could you 
imagine it being fucking normal? Like, I can't imagine having a relationship where, like, I'm with Chuck a lot. And I enjoy being with Chuck a lot because we fucking crack up constantly. Yeah. Um, I guess, no, Nina, I don't like people touching me a lot, but I like <laughs> laughing with Chuck a lot. Yeah. But so I can't imagine it being, like, really normal. Like, oh, honey, did you make me that martini after my day at the law firm? Like, I don't know if that's, like, a real thing. I don't know what normal is either. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. I, I Like, I have friends who are lawyers who I don't think do that. <laughs> I come home to my cats and my husband, and I'm like, hello, my babies. You're waiting for me. I call my cats handsome. I call my husband handsome. He's never sure who I'm talking to. Because I'll be like, hey, baby, how you doing? And he'll be like, me, me, cats, me. Cats, me. And I'm like, oh, I was talking to Shona. But how are you, Kevin? Uh, it's all the same tone. They all share nicknames. It's easy that one. Yeah. And then if he answers, sometimes like I'll be talking to the cats and he'll answer and I'll be like, oh, I was talking to Shona. <laughs> like, oh. Nobody asked you how you're doing, honey. <laughs> So just shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's like a good chance the next one we are all, all gonna have our periods. Like this is totally PM. Periods and recipes. That's all we talk about. Oh, you must have listened to the episode with periods. That's every episode. We talk about it every episode it's like kim kim would be like i'd be like oh, i'm pmsing she's like are you always on your period because i'm either pmsing on my period or getting over my period there's no in between there's like a three-day window where i'm like i'm feeling great <laughs> nothing's coming out of me i'm sorry dudes i'm sorry it's hard to listen to but this is reality like we bleed all right fuckers a lot it's a lot I've been bleeding for 22 years. You just can't make sense of it. 23 (laughs) years. 23 years. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm like, and I'm not done. (laughs) Oh no, no, this is not good. (laughs) 23 years. A lot of years. We've been bleeding a long motherfucking time. Um, periods. Am I right? (laughs) All right, new t shirt. Periods, am I right? (laughs) Yes. I will wear that. (laughs) Bye. Jamie's doing something with a button, and I don't know what it is, so I want to say goodbye to everyone. (laughs) I was going to warn you before I. Oh, I saw your finger doing something. You want to say bye, Nina? Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have a hack. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> All right, come on. Think of something fast. Renegade fat chicks. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Did you swallow it? <laughs>